All right, here we go. Hey, everybody. Thanks for swinging by and checking out Todd Versations for Net Todd Bits. We are pretty excited about what we got going on today. We got a great desk. We really do. I'm excited to have Dave here with us. From Piggly Wiggly to Appio, from being a dad and a husband and an all-around great guy to hanging out with me today, please welcome the president and the CEO of the Southeast Produce Council, David Sherrod. David, welcome, my friend. Thank you, Todd. Glad to be here today. Absolutely a pleasure. I got to ask you on the list from Piggly Wiggly down to me and the kids and everything else, which, which is really the highlight of that list. I mean, just thought you can be honest. You're not going to hurt my feelings if you don't say, you know, I, you know, I'm going you know to say being with you today. I mean, hey, Piggly Wiggly was in the past. Being here with you today is the one of the highlights of my year. So uh, uh, it's all about you, Todd. I got to tell you, you're scoring points in a big way right now. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Thank you. I'm, I'm super thrilled to have you here today and, and how we connected and started chatting because you know, in my tenure in, in the space and all these years, I have been such a fan of SEPC and what you guys have done, um, you know, who you guys are as an organization. You know, not a lot of organizations put their morals and values out in front of people and stand behind them um, like you all do. And I think that you guys do such a great job of elevating the game for the folks down in the southeast. And even more so now, you guys elevate the game on a national scale. And I want to talk about that a little bit later in our conversation. But, you know, it's really, really an honor for me to have you here and to kind of help and, and drive some, some, some messaging behind SCPC. But more importantly, we're going to talk a little bit about Southern Exposure today and kind of get into that. But before we go, let's get everybody up to speed on the, the, the fast life history, the 411 of you, David. Tell everybody a little bit about your, you know, your personal journey and your story and how you got in the hot seat of being president and CEO. Uh, well, it's uh, it's probably uh, like a lot of uh, people in our industry, the way they start out. I uh, started part-time as a produce clerk at Piggly Wiggly Southern here in my hometown of Millen, actually where the Southeast Produce Council is today. So uh, it, it's kind of like I, I tell people I, I hadn't went far in my career. I started about uh, a block and a half from here, and here I am still today. But uh, uh, I was 15 years old, started as a produce clerk, uh, you know, went to school smelling like celery and strawberries every morning because that's when you actually went in around 4.30 in the morning, got the ride yeah. ready and helped do all those things. So uh, uh, kind of that evolved through high school, went to college at the University of Georgia, transferred go, to the people we up there. Yeah, go, go dogs. Uh, what well, ain't a good week to say that this week as we're recording this, but maybe a little bit later I'll be able to say that again with confidence. But uh, uh, was offered a job as a produce buyer as I was in school in, in right. Athens and uh, uh, took that opportunity. Uh, it uh, And it's turned out pretty well for me. I, I, I thought that it was uh, something that I didn't know if that really is what I wanted to do, but uh, it's something that uh, – uh, I did have some experience just, just because of that part-time work that I had. Sure. So uh, I was doing that uh, Went uh, with Piggly Wiggly. You know, Bruno's had the uh, plane crash uh, uh, where we yeah. lost seven executives there. Uh, so uh, they were owned by Bruno's. And at that point in time, they did some consolidation. Uh, so I moved from Vidalia, Georgia to Birmingham, uh, worked for Bruno's there uh, as a produce buyer, produce category manager, uh, kind of started learning my ropes from, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, of my superheroes in this industry, Hollis Headley, uh, Larry Williams was at uh, Piggly Wiggly. So yeah. a lot of those people that taught me, taught me how to load trucks, FOB trucks, uh, do, do all those things that uh, produce buyers do. And uh, so we, uh, really started loving this industry. It was something that, uh, you know, I 
Uh, didn't know that I would love, but uh, just the people in it, it, it was something that was great. You know, it's, uh, uh, I think some of these things are a calling to you and you kind of find those things out as you work along with it. But uh, at, at that point in time, uh, when Bruno's actually was selling out, uh, right before they sold out, I actually uh, took a job with Del Monte, uh, gave me the opportunity to move back to Atlanta uh, come back to Georgia. Uh, didn't have to listen to so much uh, Auburn and Roll Tide uh, uh, every every day that I woke up. Yeah, that, that uh, Roll that Roll Tide thing's getting a little old. I'm not yeah, it, it it did back then too. Uh, but uh, hey, you know what? They they've got a good football team. But uh, we uh, moved back, uh, worked for Del Monte uh, as a merchandising manager there in Atlanta. Sure. Uh, became a salesman with them. Uh, kind of ran their first by day onion. Uh, program that they had there in um, in Georgia, so uh, kind of learned the ropes. Started learning that that sales side as uh, as you know, I already had that buying experience, so it, I think that helped me along the way. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, then at, at that point in time, I, I was offered a job with uh, River Ranch, so I went to work for Tom and Steve Church. Um, those those again are two of my. Two of my uh, heroes in this uh, business, they, they taught me a lot of, about selling produce and, uh, you know, really that other side. So I uh, worked work with uh, River Ranch for probably about three years and then went to work with uh, Apio. And uh, when, when I went to Apio, uh, Mike Cazaza there, he was uh, my, one of my bosses other, with Dave Russell at uh, Del Monte. And basically yeah. he called me over there and uh Stayed about 15 years. So I had a pretty long stint with Apio uh, running the sales here in the Southeast. So I uh, really got to know the customer base and, you know, just the industry through that. So, uh, uh, but in 2014, uh, basically uh, kind of took over this role. Um, I was kind of getting into my history with Southeast Produce Council. I was member number 17. Wow. Uh, Terry, yeah. Terry Voorhees was a really, really close friend of mine. We were uh, personal friends as, as much as we were business associates. Uh, so I, I spent a lot of time with Terry and we, we did have a uh, secession plan in place that uh, when Terry retired, uh, that uh, I would uh, hopefully uh, at that point in time, take over uh, in, in his role as executive director back then. Uh, and uh, uh, unfortunately, Terry uh, uh, yeah. had cancer and we went through that process in 2014. He called me when he was diagnosed and told me that, you know, hey, can you uh, kind of uh, hurry up, up your yes, right, hurry up the plans? And I, I didn't think twice about it, took a pay cut, Figured figured this thing out that this was really where uh, where, where the where the good Lord wanted me to be at. So uh, yep. it kind of worked out in that. Uh, didn't like the circumstances in which it worked out. Which the plan would have worked out a little bit better the way we had planned it. But uh, of course, you know, plans are are, are always changing. So, uh, yeah. but at that point in time, uh, came on with them in 2014 and been here ever since. And hopefully that uh, we're making a difference. I love it. Well, thank you for sharing that. And, I, and the reason I asked you to share that is that I think what's really unique about the organization is that, you know, you're at the helm and your background is so perfect to be at the helm of an organization like this because you get it from a bunch of different angles. Right. And this business is not easy. This business, you know, what, what happens today is not going to happen tomorrow. That I can promise you. I can't tell you what's going to happen tomorrow, but I can promise <laughs> you it didn't happen today. Right. Uh, and I think exactly it's, so, right. it's so important in an organization like yourselves when you're really about uplifting farmers, suppliers, buyers, retailers, even consumers, that you have that, that perspective that helps drive you forward. And so 
With that being said, I'd like for you, if you wouldn't mind, just to give us a little bit of a background on, on really what Southeast Produce Council is, about 1999, if yeah. I feeble mind, yeah, look at that, I no. pulled that out of the air. Yeah, a little over 20 years ago, uh, you know, Terry uh, uh, and a group of five other individuals, um, Tom Page being one of them from Super Value, Ken Landhart from Cub Foods, they kind of got together in Atlanta and, uh, you know, they said, you know, this is something that's probably a good fit for us to to, to really get, do something in the Southeast. And at the time, I think it was more of a less of, you know, really getting together, sharing ideas. Uh, I don't think it, we, we didn't even think, they didn't even think of maybe having an expo at that point in time. In fact, we didn't have the first Southern exposure until 2004. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so they basically, you know, they, they, they said it'd be great just to, you know, just to have a group to, to talk to one another, to get to know each other, uh, really to get buyers and sellers together just in, in, in some form or fashion. And so they did that. And uh, uh, they, they, as we, those first few years were very lean, those, uh, especially until we, we started getting into uh, Southern exposure. Uh, we, we were really, we would meet, maybe there would be 50, 60, 75. If we ever had a hundred, it was almost, uh, that would be the pinnacle. You know, we had a lot of people that would, but it was, it, it was small, but you know what? It was, a, it was dedication. It was people that were dedicated. Sure. And they got together and they, they, they said, you know what, we're not going to stop. We're going to still plan to have something. And, and we had really good, you know, we, we had some two or three uh, companies that really believed in what we were doing. So, uh, you know, we had some, some financial backing by them paying for the dinners and lunches and things that we would have back then. But uh, it wasn't until 2004 when we decided, hey, you know what, let's, Let's have a, a food show. Let's, uh, you know, keep it small. <laughs> I don't know if we really said let's keep it small. It was small. Um, yeah. you know, there wasn't a lot of people. I think we I think we did have 80 booths uh, at that first show in Lakeland. And, uh, you know, we had it in Lakeland for a reason. We, we, we did have to have a commitment from uh, Publix that they came to that first show. And uh, U.S. Foods was there. And there wasn't a whole lot more there, to be honest with you. Yeah. They, they did come. And, uh uh, and and it just kind of grew from there. We just a For lot sure. of people just started, uh, you know, saying, you know, and it was really a grassroots effort. I think that uh, you know this this thing grew uh, with just people word of mouth, and uh, which is we we you know twenty years later we find out that's probably the the best way we. We, we could have grown uh, because it, it it almost had a, a lure to it for several years there. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. So it, uh, it it was great. But, you know, we, we kind of went through that whole whole deal. And, you know, now since 2004, uh, you know, having those 80 booths, now we're up to about 300, which we've capped off about five years ago because uh, we we feel like we don't want to get past that point of intimacy uh, where, you know, we just lose where there's just such a big crowd. We really want that one-on-one -on -one experience when people come through the show and, um, you know, have those, just like we're doing today, Todd, those conversations. And uh, yeah. just, we feel like that makes things more personable. And uh, it, it kind of goes along with, you know, you know, the way people feel about the South anyway. Well, yeah, I 100% agree. You know, one of the things I love about you guys, and I you know, is, is your mission statement where you talk about providing rich, support for produce, farmers, suppliers, buyers, and consumers in the Southeast. And I think the key word in that whole thing is the word rich, right? I just love that. And so with that being said, I, I'd like to ask, you know, frame that up to ask you my next question, which is, you know, how have you guys impacted the produce industry in the Southeast specifically? I think, I think it's worthy of, 
of you know conversation. Sure, uh, you know, I mean, we we're we're not a commodity board or a, a, a state uh, board. We understand that that's not our place, uh, uh, and where we in the reason we started this organization. Uh, and, and there's great organizations in the southeast that that take care of that. You know, like the Department of Ags and sure. and, and a lot of our promotional boards, and they do such a great job. We want them to be partners with us, and that's. Uh, where we feel like, you know, we're, we're just going to be an extension of what they do. Uh, you know, I know a lot of people sometimes get us that we're not doing a whole lot for the Southeast farmer and, or, or, you know, one of those things, but I think it's because that's not really our mission. You know, our mission was always to be first and all, you know, networking. We, we were going to be a networking organization and, and provide that those opportunities for buyers and sellers to get together. And that's, kind of the, the way it started the, when we started with Southern Exposure and Southern Innovations, we knew that was an extension of that, just that uh, those uh, networking opportunities. So I think that, you know, when we start thinking about just what we've done for the Southeast, you have to look at the, the whole scope, what you just said a while ago, where it's buyers. It's about bringing more uh, growers from other parts of the United States and Canada and Mexico to the Southeast for our buyers to have more opportunities to learn about other items and products that, uh, you know, basically they don't have that uh, that opportunity at another place in the Southeast to, to do those things. So we, we try to do that, uh, you know, and so I think that that is what it makes us a little bit different because, you know, I, I like to think of us more as a super regional because of all our, just the farmland that we have here in the Southeast uh, all the produce grower shipper packers that we have down here, and also all the buyers, all, all, any of the buy side that we have. We, we have a lot of retailers. We have a lot of food service uh, operators that operate down here. So we feel like, you know, we, we've kind of just got a really, really uh, prime location to let all those things happen. So we, we don't concentrate on just taking care of one, one group or the other. We right. really try to mix those all together and where they, they have opportunities to talk to each other. I love it. Well, you know, you answered, I, I had another question, but you can almost answer, but I'm going to ask my question as to frame it back up on what you brought up. And one, the next question was really about how have you packed it nationally? Because truthfully, you've done a major job across the country, unifying and bringing people together to your point of networking, uh, exposure, um, getting buyers in the room with people from around the country that, you know, they, to your point, may not necessarily see or may not necessarily be able to, 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 to get samples or be able, whatever the case may be. And I think that's really, really powerful. And I think when I look at, at, at my, uh, you know, a hundred years in this space playing around, I, I can't, I don't necessarily in my mind think there's a show that's done more to impact in that capacity than what you guys have done. You've really set the bar on a national level for people. And I think people, you know, have, have upped their game because of what you all have done. And I, you know, to me, I commend you for that. Don't stop. Don't stop being who, you know, don't get away from what got you to today because it's working and I know it's going to be great for tomorrow. Yeah, we, we, we feel just like, just like I say, I, we're, we don't, we don't feel like we have a lot of competitors in our space. We're, we're not competitors with, uh, you know, any of the other trade associations uh, that we feel like we feel like, you know, we're, we're here to do what we can do for in the Southeast, but to bring all these people together, you know, Absolutely. We, we normally have 500, 550 uh, retail food service buyers that, that come each year. And, you know, I think some way that we've kind of changed the way, you know, when we started doing this back in, uh, 2004, when we started doing the Southern Exposure, basically using, since we're a nonprofit, 
we're able to bring in uh, these buyers, you know, at, at, you know, very little cost to them uh, to, to come into the, the shows. Uh, and, and it's paid for by all our sponsors. And, you know, right. uh, I think that that model has really worked really well for us to bring people down. I mean, there's, there's worse places to be in, in, you know, the, the first weekend in March than Florida, you know, there's a lot of golf to be played down there. There's a lot of sunshine where other places in the countries don't, don't have that at that point in time. So uh, people like to get down there. It, it's a really uh, ideal time. It's a, a good location for us to, to have our, our, um, our event here. But sure. I think, uh, again, it's really about bringing those buyers to have those opportunities to, to talk to these Southeastern growers and also bringing those grower shipper packers to talk to these Southeastern buyers. So it's really a, a good, a good way for us to kind of have that national exposure, but have it in the Southeast. Absolutely. So let's, let's get into Southern exposure a little bit. Let's, let's dive into it. Um, first of all, you know, we, we know it's, it's, we know we've talked about what it is, so we don't have to kind of get into that, but let's talk about who's coming to this. Um, you know, at this point, you know, how is registration going in this kind of crazy world we live in today? Um, would be my first question I'll throw at you and then kind of dive in a little bit deeper. We'll get into a little bit more about the whole presentation, the whole format of the show. And before I actually answer the question, let me throw it out there too, because I want to get this out a little bit more than not saying it. March 3rd through March 5th, 2022, down in Orlando at the Swan and Dolphin Resort, which is, I think, a Disney property. Or is on the, isn't it not? It's around it the is. facility. It is. Yeah. It is on property right there by yeah, Epcot. Yeah, that's what I thought. So you got good golf, you got a good time, you got good food. There's a lot of there's a lot of positive things down there for sure. So talk a little bit about Southern Exposure and and and, and who's expected. Well, just like I said, it's it is our flagship uh, networking event that we have every year. It's uh you know probably what put us on the map. So uh, we, we're we're very proud of what we've kind of built over the years at Southern Exposure. We feel like you know each year we're we're trying to be a little bit better than we were the year before. It's been a little tough with the pandemic, but you know uh, as you said, coming out of this uh, this year. Our registration numbers are hitting an all-time high right now, which I All just right. think is awesome. It's it's uh, we're we're seeing a lot of the buyers that were on travel restrictions last year and and even up till now. Uh, you know they're they're getting released from those travel restrictions, which is just great news for the industry, not just us. We're 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 excited for the the whole industry to get those buyers out in front of uh you know these exhibitors and and these uh companies that'll that'll be visiting we're we're already i think we're almost at 1200 people uh already um registered throughout the for the show and i think we're right at 250 buyers so you you can see the ratio is doing really well right now and i yeah. really believe that i think it's going to be even better uh, I think those buyers, I think we're going to exceed that 500, maybe even 600 mark uh, uh, in March. And so we're we're excited about that, uh, you know, just to have those people back in front of everybody. We want to put on that quality show. Uh, it's not about being the biggest for us. It never right. has been. It's really, it's really putting on a quality show and being the best that we can be. And that's what we, we strive for each and every year. Absolutely. Well, I believe in, you know, I, I believe that, you know, the intimacy that you guys provide at this show is a benefit to everyone that's there. Um, you know, having done one or two trade shows in my career, it's really hard when you're talking to somebody, but you're looking through them because you got somebody looking back at you and it becomes very challenging to try to have good conversations to give people enough time. And I, I, that's what I love about the show is that 
it's just very, very chill. <clears throat> but I also think too, you know, and, and hearing about your numbers and, and how they're representing, you know, and, and, and going into this and it's, it's still, you know, uh, two months away type of a deal for when this is going to get, uh, you know, actually going. But folks in our industry, you know, we like to be together. You know, they like the FaceTime. We, you know, produce gets in your blood like it did to you when you were a kid, right? I mean, you started a teenager and now you, what else are you going to do, right? And uh, it's just kind of is what it is. So it's good to see us coming back together as a community. It's good to see us coming back and lifting each other up, whether it be a brand or a buyer, whoever it might be, because that's how we win the day. And that's how we're going to, you know, and, and the ultimate goal for everybody that comes to the show, and let's be truly honest, it's about increasing consumption. It's about helping consumers eat more food that's going to help their lives be better. And we have that magic in our, you know, in our toolbox. And I'm glad to see that the attendance and things are going so positive. Um, who's speaking? I, I mean, I know who's speaking because I've read it, but come on, let's just drop, let's just drop. Well, I'm not quite sure, sure you know, how you're feeling about having a gator. I got to ask that question first. Oh, I, I, I was going to say that, you know, we got this guy that's <laughs> one from this small community college down in Gainesville. Uh, that's going to be a JC. It's a JC. It, right? it is. Yeah. But you know, Hey, we don't hold that against those guys, but uh, uh, Tim Tebow is going to be there, uh, you know, two time national champion. Hey, you can't argue with that. So Georgia can't hardly say that, especially in the last 40 years we, when they had been able to say that we were national champions. So, uh, but, you know, I think that Tim's got a story to tell. Uh, Tim, Tim's, uh, you know, I think what his life portrays is a lot like what this uh, council kind of sets its standards on, you know, Absolutely. faith and family and fellowship and fun. I mean, we, we, we try to have those four, four things uh, as, as we put on these shows he kind of exemplifies that in, in the way he lives. And we, I think that, you know, having somebody like Tim speak to us, uh, especially in a year that we're, we're really highlighting all our superheroes, uh, you know, the people coming into our industry, we really, really think that, you know, he's one of those people that, you know, a lot of people look up to, uh, you know, he might not be a, a pro football player, a pro baseball player at this point, but I tell you what, he is a pro human being, being the way he lives his life and uh, the yeah. things that he does. So we're excited to have him and just uh, uh, hear what he has to say. Uh, you know, we also, uh, Southern Roots speaker, we got Heather Chauvin. Uh, that she's going to be speaking. She she's host of uh, Mamas in Control. I think she's going to be really great for our ladies. Uh, you know, to speak really to uh, about working women. And you know, our this this business has changed since I've been in it. I know that when I started selling, you know, years ago, it was mostly uh, male dominated. Uh, I don't think that's at all true anymore, and especially. No. If I'm looking at if I'm looking at our membership, it's not true at all. I, I would say right now that our membership is almost 55 percent women, 45 percent men. And uh, it's it's switching. And I'm just glad that our organization has has taken on this role. The women in this in in this organization have been leaders to bring uh, great programs through, uh, you know, Southern Roots. And I think that, you know, bringing uh, uh people like Heather there to speak. It really, really speaks to, you know, the leadership of our committees and the people that, uh, the women that are on our uh, board. So uh, those are our two keynotes. So we're, we're excited to have them there. It's going to be really Absolutely. great. To, yeah, it's, 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 it's a star-studded event, that's for sure. Well, there's no doubt. Tebow will be great. I've heard him speak before. He is fantastic. He is just, he's, he's a hell of a good speaker. 
Yeah. You know, uh, he's, and don't so, ask- he's, so, he's soft spoken. And, uh, you know, I, I could put up with a, a few of these, uh, I guess, uh, just to, to hear him. So I, I'm, well, I'm yeah. excited, excited but, for but, it. So. Yeah. But you know what the difference between a gator and a, and a, and a puppy is, right? <laughs> What's that? A puppy learns to quit whining. So don't worry about it. You'll, you'll be fine. And as long as you don't, hey, as long as you don't throw Tebow any curveballs, he'll be fine. That, that's exactly right. Because he cannot hit a curveball. He can't get hurt. He'll be fine. But you know, and, and, I, and thank you for talking about you know, your, your, you know the, your, the other speaker talking about women's because I have a lot of friends who participate in SEPC, and I have a, a dear friend, somebody I consider uh, you know one of my one of my personal heroes out there, which is Terry Miller, and. and she is just as she is just such a beautiful person. And, and I know one of the things that that she shared with me and one of the things that's very passionate to her. And I want you to touch on it because I, I, I just feel like what you guys are doing in this space is so important. And so critical that we talk about share a little bit about Southern roots. I know we're talking about Southern exposure, but you brought it up and I'm going to jump on it for no, a second. because I, I think it's I'm, just so worthy. Hey, I'm, I'm proud to talk about Southern roots. Uh, I, you know, Terry, when uh, Terry Miller, when she, uh, approached Terry Voorhees about this uh, years ago that she felt like, you know, there was a need, uh, you know, for women in the South to share with other women. And, uh, you know, as, as this thing has evolved, Terry has really uh, put together a, a great committee of women that, uh, you know, are just probably the smartest people in our industry. And, and, th- and they actually, you know, bring th- th- this program to life each and every, uh, you know, show that we have. It's, it's been just a, a blessing to have Terry kind of lead that charge, um, you know, and we've got younger women that are taking over right now, uh, you know, taking tutelage from her of, of, you know, taking leadership roles in the, in the council on, these, on the Southern Roots Committee. And, and they really, you know, they're really looking for the things that, that's going to enrich women in produce, not just about produce. It's, it's, it's really about life. And, right. and I think that that's what Terry wanted to get to when she came. It wasn't really about just being, you know, a, a woman and, and at the time a male dominated industry. industry. And I think, yeah, I think that she she really wanted to have an enrichment program. And, you know, we I think that we're we're, we're doing that. Uh, we're facilitating that for the ladies. Uh, you know, I don't have much to do with that. I will tell you, I got four ladies here at, at this office that work, work hard to bring those uh, shows to life and, and the vision of that committee to life. So I, 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 I'm in all of, all of them, and I just thank them each and every day for doing what they're doing. And again, we're just glad to have Southern Roots in our stable of programs here. At the, Absolutely. So it is, it's great. You know, along with Stars and Step Up, we, we just really have some flagship programs. You really do. You really, really do. And I mean, again, it goes back to what I was saying earlier about how you guys are really changing the game on a national scale. I would, in a personal note, I would encourage anybody out there, any ladies out there in this industry that um, want to grow, want to network, want a community to be around that, that will uplift your day. Please get online, type in the word Southern Roots at SCPC and read up and Go tell your boss he's buying you a plane ticket to the next event and get out there and be a part of it. Because I've never heard anybody, I've never, in all my years that you guys have been doing it, I've never heard anybody come back from that that was not empowered or changed or felt differently about who they were and their value that this industry is. Because to your point, when I started, it was a completely male-dominated industry and it's changed. And I quite frankly think that having more women involved in this business is making this business better for all of us. It really truly is. And so I, I hope everybody that, that can do it 
go do it because you'll love that show. And I'm sorry I got off track. I know it's Southern Exposure, but I don't care. No, it's my, uh, it's hey, my show. Hey, it's my show. I can make the rules. I, I, and I love it. I love it. I love, talk, I love talking about any of our programs, especially Southern Roots. It's, it's wonderful. So just to kind of sum up and round ourselves up a little bit, Southern Exposure coming up in March, March 3rd through March 5th, beautiful Orlando at the Swan and Dolphin Resort. Which I shared with you earlier, and I stayed at the Honey Badger and Porcupine, and that place sucks. So I'm glad you're at the Swan and Dolphin. <laughs> we, we, we upgraded. We just we upgraded. It's, it's good. I'm glad that you did. You know, I, I I hope people will will get online. If you're if you're thinking about going, go because you can tell by the numbers you have coming. You know, hey, this place you know it's going to fill up. It's going to be full. It's going to be bumper to bumper, and get there uh, because you don't want to miss this out. I, I think if you're gonna if you're gonna put something on the calendar, this is definitely one worth putting yeah. on the calendar. We, we, we will have around 3,000. We, we really believe that that's wow. the this year. And, and, and again, I didn't mention a while ago, Todd, you know, mm-hmm. our educational programs that we'll have will also be top notch. You know, we'll be presenting the power of produce uh, that the FMI puts out every year, which uh, we have a, a star studded uh, retail cast with that. You know, we, we've got Jerry Callahan, uh, Rob, Robbie Cruz and Jim Hancock from Sam. So we, yeah. we've got a big group there that's going to, that, has a lot of years of experience so glad to see them on stage and we're also got a uh, Kim Lear is going to be doing a, a, a little bit about the uh, hiring practices and and things from our superheroes of, of our millennials and, and things like that so we just really have I think a really good all together program those touch points at Southern Exposure from when you get there on Thursday to when you leave on Sunday morning, you're going to be able to see a lot of people, make a lot of contacts, and hopefully, you know, get back and, and be able to, uh, you know, have some business to, and have POs to talk about and POs to write. So we're, we're excited about it. Uh, I love it. Uh, just, just thank you for everything you're doing, too, to get the word out. Oh, it's my pleasure. And then who knows? You, we, we might we might pop up SCPC one more time or two more times or three more times up on the screen. You never know. Hey, you never we'll know. Take, we'll take it, brother. We'll take you don't know it. it's in my back pocket, brother. You just don't. You just don't. <laughs> well, just like you said, it's your show. You can do what you want. Damn straight. Damn straight. <laughs> but listen, Dan, I got to tell you, I appreciate you hanging out with me today and just kind of getting people up to speed and talking about this because I think it's just such a great organization. I just, you know, I feel very fortunate to, that you entrusted uh, your message to me and, and being able to come on here and share with my audience around the world. And, um, you know, let's just pump the tires and keep this going. Let's get folks there because I think it's it's really worthy of your time, energy and investment uh, to go hang out with your friends and your community in uh, beautiful Orlando. March Thank 3rd, you, Todd. It's been, yeah, it's been our pleasure. Thank you, sir. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thanks, everybody, for swinging by Todd Bits. Remember, like I say all the time, go inspire somebody. It's not hard to do. Just say hello to somebody. That's how you start. Anyways, have a good day, everybody. Take care. And uh, we'll see you in Orlando March 3rd through March 5th. Thanks, everybody. Take care. <music>